Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. All right. So Kanye versus Drake. Yeah. I have not heard a whole lot about this, but is it supposed to be a versus or like just some for real old school 90s beef? Here's the way I, I heard it. Is it um, corporate beef or for real beef? Explain the two and then I'll tell you. Well, corporate beef is like, hey, we're going to do a tour together. We're going to have a single ready to go. No. Uh, we're going to fucking have a versus. We're going to get paid by Apple Music. Mark Zuckerberg going to be there. Stacey Abrams going to zoom in. Apparently, from what I heard, you know, uh, Drake's album, I think, is going to be called Summer of Love or something like that. <sighs> okay. And Kanye's going to be whatever it's going to be. Summer of Hate. <laughs> he, Drake said that he was going to release it X date, I believe. And then Kanye was going to release his X date. On the same date? No, it was different. Well, okay. well, it was Drake first, uh-huh. and then you know Kanye already had his. So I guess Kanye had maybe made his, and then Drake did. And then when Kanye found out when Drake was dropping it, he said, oh, "I'm not dropping mine yet." And then Drake made a statement, and he's kind of they're kind of he's Drake, Kanye's kind of pushing it to drop it at the same time so he could have a you uh, know versus a versus type versus of it, right? Got it. So then Drake does a a, a feature with Trippy Red. I don't know any and Trippy he, Red music. And he shoots uh, some slugs at him. Yeah, he kind of. What did he say? Did you hear that, dude? I did, but it's a it's a line that like, Ye never moved the date or something like that, mm. you know, or Ye didn't move no date or some shit like that. Mm. So apparently now that's now it's it's on. Like it's he's gonna he said basically he's gonna decimate Kanye. Dude, I heard I heard, supposedly I heard Kanye leak Drake's address. Like tweeted out Drake's what? and then deleted it later. Some shit like that. And then I saw some screenshot of some text convo. I did see that. But it was like vague. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Photoshop? Yeah. I didn't see the, the text thread, but I saw that it was like a bunch of other rappers that was in the thread. Yeah, I'm like, okay, who? And I, I was so confused. I'm like, who sent the text? But also, why are you doing that? I'm like, who sent the text? And what? I don't even remember what it said. It was just like, I've been bullied by you, Jock. I'm like, is Drake saying this? Is he is Drake calling Kanye and his crew jock bullies? Is he in his feels? Nerd jocks or some stupid shit like that. Now let's analyze the um the drama. All right. So Kanye's done this before, where it's like 50 Cent and I are gonna drop the same day. Uh Kanye, that's when Kanye dropped Heartbreaks and Heartbeats or some shit like that. 808s and Heartbreaks. Okay. That I believe that's the album he dropped because 50 Cent was clowning him. He's like, man, don't nobody want to hear about no heartbeats and heartbreaks and 808s and whatever, whatever. I don't know why I thought it was high school dropout. Nah, you could uh, fact check me, but uh, if I'm not mistaken, it was the 808s and heartbreaks or heartbeats, whatever the fuck it's called. Because I remember 50 Cent making a slick comment saying, don't nobody want to hear that auto-tune, lovey-dovey, heartbroke bullshit. Mm. And then Kanye proved him wrong because he like outsold, outperformed. Which, you know, there's there's transas. Record labels be buying their own albums and shit to get that big first week impact sale. Uh, it was front page news when Kanye and 50 Cent went head to head in 2007 in the buildup of the release of the new studio projects and Kanye's graduation. It was graduation it was graduation then? and 50 Cent's, uh, was it Carter? Mm-mm. Mr. Carter, no, that's Lil Wayne. No, what the fuck is it? Mm, it didn't say in this, hold on, let me get into it. But it was graduation for Kanye. Really? Yeah. Where the fuck I get that quote from? There wasn't a magazine cover with like both of them. I don't know. Y'all, fuck it. Fake news. <laughs> Fake news. What's your source, Rob? Uh, 
So here's another thing to think about. Okay, they're both, Drake and Kanye, they're both masters of like marketing and shit, branding, and how to get the hype going, especially Kanye. Kanye will start some controversy. Well, he always has controversy, but he takes advantage of the controversy by dropping albums and shit. Um, man, I would love to see like a the way the style, um, the locks versus Dipset. Mm-hmm. I would love to see like a live event. We're gonna analyze your your performance, really your battle skills. I feel that Drake's more of a battle rapper because that's that's more of his repertoire. He's way more of a bars like disc record type of rapper. Kanye just be making hits. Curtis, that's what it was. Okay, Curtis. It was 50 Cent's Curtis. That's when Curtis came out, and he, you know what, he had beef with Cameron around that time. So there's an example of like that that type of warfare where you your fucking opponent is so overwhelmed, you're fighting multiple chess games. You know, it's like you it's like you fighting Taliban and CCP at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> it makes it into everything. I like it. Right. And then he had the Jay Z beef too, right? Uh, 50 Cent? Yeah. No, no. Yeah, 50 and, and, and Jay-Z. Man, Jay-Z got beef with everybody. A lot of people don't like Jay-Z. A lot of people shoot slugs at Jay-Z. Um, I don't really remember that one. What did 50 Cent say about Jay-Z? Did be clowning him? 50 and Kanye met up to listen to each other's albums. 50 Cent, I can't, uh, can't tell me nothing. It was a favorite song. He said, okay. That's my first single. Says Kanye. Pushed to each other. Biggie used to do that. He'd go over and play Mo Money, Mo Problems. Jay-Z... And it would fuck him up. I don't know which ones it was, but I know that they definitely had a beef. This is more about the Kanye one. Well, I'll tell you who really had beef with Jay-Z. Nas. Mm. That, that was an epic proportion disc records back and forth. I mean, Jay-Z was even having to drop freestyles just to try and like fucking change the fucking uh, narrative. I totally forgot about that. What year was that? I forget the year, but I mean, you had Ether. Nas dropped a song called Ether, where it was just like a fucking battle this record of epic proportions i mean he talked about his appearance he talked about like insecurities like he said you basically just trying to be like me uh i gave you my style just it was just blatant disrespectful and then jay-z was saying some shit disrespectful stuff to Nas, where he was like We'll just keep that. That's just between me and Carmen. Get it more in common. Or something. You and I got more in common. Get it more in common. Basically, Nas' baby mama. And supposedly Jay-Z had a fling with her. And he fucking threw baby mamas into the into the diss, diss rap. But then so. I heard Kendrick Lamar also kind of chimed in in the background a little bit saying he was going to drop his at the same time. So uh, And then J. Cole... That man, J. Cole, that's a bad boy. I haven't listened to J. Cole in a while, but he definitely has got some fire. Dude, check out J. Cole's halftime performance. I think it was All-Star or Charlotte Hornets, but he did an NBA halftime performance with his band, backup singers, the whole fucking shebang. They had a light-up stage on the court. Uh, He ends up on stage with the band, and that, that dude, man, he's like on another level. He just went viral talking about meditation. Like every time he's got them dreads and shit. Like he's just always been a little like almost feel like head of the class, like mm-hmm. vanguard, like just, you know, musically how he doesn't have to play by a lot of the rules that a lot of the um, 
you know, most artists like you have to be on social media. You got to be this. You got to be staying this. He he disappears. Yeah. He gets off of social media. <laughs> so I'm very impressed uh, by J. Cole. And I would love to see like a Kendrick versus J. Cole or even J. Cole versus Drake. Yeah, I think people underestimate. I mean, J. Cole got a lot of love, but at the same time, he's kind of underestimated. Yeah. Sometimes. If you had to, all right, if we had to stack them up real quick, we got J. Cole, we got Drake, Kanye. Who do you think comes out on top? J. Cole, Drake, Kanye? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it all depends on how you look at things, right? Number one, Kanye just moves culture. Kanye has killed it on so many fronts. You know, Kanye's like a billionaire trying to figure out how to solve the world's problems and re-evolutionize housing. You know what I mean? Like he's thinking big picture stuff. He's produced amazing amount of records. He's had big moments. Jesus walks alone. That record alone is kind of like Drake. We ain't never heard you do nothing like that. Mm -hmm. In my opinion, like if they were going back and forth with songs and shit, Drake got his for days. So does Kanye. But I feel like Drake has he he's introspective. He, he gets emotional and shit, vulnerable. But I never heard him do no Jesus walks type shit, where he's talking about like the world and the culture and God and just like they're gonna play this in the club and this is really the medicine we need, not all this pistol packing and trapping, dipping and dapping type shit. Um, but Drake he's he's up there though. He wanted he's you know he one of the goats. I guess I mean he's good. He's got a lot of hits. A lot of he done beat he done beat everybody's record Elvis he done passed up all kind of Micah Jackson records and shit I mean like right when you think you counted all his hits he got like five more did he really beat, he beat the Jackson I mean a lot of different like Billboard like um, the most weeks I mean I don't know which records but yes he's gone up against Elvis's and the Beatles all these people it's like oh. He just beat Madonna's and the Beatles thing is the most number one hits at a time or the quickest. And it's all apples and oranges, right? Because back in the Beatles days, you didn't have ringtones and streams and nothing. you didn't have Instagram, you know, just stupid shit. Yeah. So it's uh, Kanye West long delayed Donda album has missed two scheduled drop dates this summer is because he is looking for a release battle with Drake's certified lover boy. Hmm. I mean, I'm excited. Yeah, Kanye, they're just both formidable opponents. You know what I mean? It, this is what it really comes down to. In what realm will the battle take place, right? Because mm-hmm. if it's like live event, right? Madison Square Garden, you know, two hours of music, back and forth. Here are the rules. Michael Buffer, let's get ready to rumble. You know, or is it a virtual event? Is it an album? Is it based on sales? You know. So apparently there was a, a listening party. I, I didn't even know about this. Did you know there were scheduled listening parties for this, for Kanye's album? Uh, Yeah. He was doing them in stadiums. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, they happened. He did like Atlanta. He wore like a mask. and Yeah, so he did at the Mercedes, Mercedes-Benz mm-hmm. in Atlanta mm-hmm. on the 23rd of July. He did it on August 6th. Uh, and then 60,000 plus capacity Soldier Field Stadium in West's hometown of Chicago on Thursday night. I guess that's coming up. Mm. Holy. So I'm going to just say this. I respect each in their own way. Kanye. 
I feel like he always pushed the envelope. He was always doing something very vanguard. Like, like for example, um, I mean, even when he first came out, he was wearing polos and backpacks and had the little teddy bear polo. Like, even that swag was like, what the fuck is this nerd shit? You're not going to make this pink polo cool, bro. Sure enough, he did. Um, you know, Jesus walks. You can't talk about Jesus like that. Boom, blew up. Um, and then when he would do music videos with ballerinas and shit, did you see any of those? Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. weird piano playing, like weird avant-garde French film noir type of vibe of ballerinas and shit. And it's like, man, Kanye done lost his mind. And it was like, man, this shit kind of fly. And then like just visuals, moments. He did that bullshit video with him and uh, Kim on the motorcycle with the green screen. Mm-hmm. The one that they did the uh, Seth Rogen and uh, the parody. Like like stuff like that. Then he did a gospel. He produced a gospel album, jamming a Sunday service. Then he was doing those gospel things. He's just like on a whole nother plane, fashion wise. His shoes be killing it. He now he got his own shit, Yeezy. Then he partnered up with Gap. He doing this shit with Adidas. Now he's a billionaire. Meanwhile, Drake is like, man, he's got hits. He can't dress as well, you know. Yeah, he's a lover boy. Yeah, he's got hits. Girls like him. Right, it's like motherfucker. He okay. He went off on Meek Mill. Okay, he got some bars. He got a lot of hits. Got a lot of music. But I just feel like Kanye's just like, um, what's the word, man? Uh, not surpasses. It's just like, what's the word I'm looking for? Transcends. Yes, Kanye transcends. He had it the whole time. He was just wait. <laughs> he, I'm just gonna wait for him. I'm gonna wait. Let him ask. <laughs> he transcends music. He does. He, he really goes does. into culture. I mean. Speaking of Uncle Tom, the documentary, there's a segment where they show how if you're black and you decide to be conservative or go against the grain or vote Republican or anything like that, how they just discredit you and call you crazy or sell out or whatever. Bro, they show all the editing of like TMZ, like the minute Kanye went to kick it right with Trump yeah. and was had the red MAGA hat. He's like, yo, I want to redesign Air Force One, fam. And he's there reaching across and Trump's like, oh, OK, he's kind of he's right up on me. Like, OK, bro, sit, sit down. And there's like all these people there. What did the left mainstream media do? They're like, oh, I am just appalled. He was just shucking and jiving for the man. It was just a room, mostly white people. Uh, clearly, he's been off his meds. I mean, sources say, sources near the Kardashians say that, you know, he's having a moment. He's going through a bipolar thing right now. And he's obviously not taking his medicine. Uh, They're saying, I'm like, damn, all that? Just because he put on the MAGA hat, called out Planned Parenthood, kicked it with Candace Owens, and started saying some shit. And even ran for president. So this motherfucker, bro, I, I feel like he knows we're in a simulation. And he's like, I'm going to bend reality. He's on some Walt Disney, Elon Musk, some fucking cultural icon. I like that you put it that way because I think you're absolutely right. And people gave him some shit for the Rogan episode that it wasn't like everything that people had hoped for. I thought it was all right. I enjoyed it. They didn't like that he talked too much? Or they didn't what? like just anything. A lot of people that were criticizing were just like, he was just talking too much like nonsense. Were, were they bots? Were they just tweets that you saw? I don't know if they were. No, there was people like commenting on other commentary like uh, variety or rolling stone there's people you know no 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 Um, no but they just i don't i'm sure some of them were bots but there was more hate than i thought i would have expected yeah and it was like remember it's all subjective so i remember seeing some that are like dude he's just like blabbing a thousand miles an hour it's like not making no sense and he's just going all over the place and i think to myself 
that's because maybe you don't know how to listen to them. Yeah. It's almost like if you're listening to a savant play a violin on some heavy metal style, you might not know how to process it, right? It's like people that only listen to, only listen to classical music and they don't know how to listen to rap music. Like their ear isn't just trained. They don't know what to pay attention to. You see what I'm saying? That's a really good point. Yeah, it's like it's almost like when I listen to hip hop, I think who's their influence, what region are they from? You know, I'm paying attention to production, the rhyme patterns, you know, just subject matter. There's just a lot of ways to interpret. But I was a little disappointed that people didn't appreciate the Kanye Rogan episode. Instead, they just like oh, he's fucking crazy. He don't make no sense. How the fuck did Kim marry him? He's all over the place. I'm going to pull this up real quick. I'll cut this little bit of dead air out if there's too much dead air, but I thought this was funny. I totally forgot about this. But it's Kanye in uh, 2000, I think, five or six with none other than Mr. Mayor. Hi, I'm John Mayer here in the studio with Kanye West. You know, people wanted to know what happens when one of the sexiest, flyest in the whole game and Kanye West get together to hang out in the studio find out how does a hit happen first the white guy and the black guy must meet and to do that a fumbling must occur between the sequence of events and the handshake to the hug watch what just happened about 15 minutes ago hey what Kanye what's going on oh hey man what's going on start with a pound come on that's good yeah my chains are making too much noise right I now. took mine off for that same reason why do black people like John Mayer I can give you number one if I were Kanye I wouldn't want someone like myself all of a sudden like whenever I'm around him to all of a sudden kind of like push my tongue out a little harder when I talk and just be like yo what's what's going on like oh that's killing that's awesome it's killing I would like to have a little bit of respect for being the guy who still says things like the folks are gonna love that around a bunch of black people and she claims she only with me for the currency you cut me deep bitch cut me like surgery hold on pause it real quick okay I just gotta say yeah I like Drake I appreciate Drake's music Drake is good. I respect Drake. I love Kanye. Dude, I love Kanye, too. I love Kanye. Not only did he go on a limb and say, you know what? I fucks with Trump. We don't have to be Democrat. Number one, he went against the grain. I mean, I feel like, I'll put it to you like this, bro. When I was in high school in New Jersey, I remember hearing about Kanye as a producer. He was just a young, up-and-coming producer. And I think at one point, um, my year, my, my, my timeline might be off, but at one point we were in Philadelphia hanging out and we got a hold of this mixtape and it was basically a Kanye West demo mixtape. So I'm like, this is the fucking producer. Like this is a, a point in time where Rockefeller Records, Jay-Z and Damon Dash were not taking him serious. He wasn't a rapper. He was like the dude that's just making beats and he'd always be trying to rap around Jay-Z and shit and they'd have to be like, Bro, shut the fuck up and just go make the beats. We need beats. We already got rappers. We got Beanie Siegel here. We got all these people yeah. here. Go make, like... So this was like, that wasn't the Jamie Foxx, like him and Jamie Foxx, or Jamie Foxx finding him and kind of putting him on kind of thing? Or do I remember that story right? Um, uh, You might be talking about when Kanye had wanted to do a single, and then he, he got him featured on there. But Maybe. He, he, let me just try to paint this picture. The picture is this. 
He puts his mind to shit, yeah. and he doesn't let anybody marginalize him. So basically, he was supposed to just make beats, sit over there with the keyboard, and don't be over here with Pharrell and Jay-Z. Next thing you know, he proves himself like he just like bends, like what's the word, uses his will mm-hmm. to bend reality to where it's like you're going to take him serious as a rapper. That was his thing. And he would always be just so like laser focused as to I'm going to be huge. I'm going to be great. I'm going to be big. Watch. Just watch me. He took that quote, be so good they can't ignore you to heart. Basically. And next thing you know, Jay-Z, the same guy he was trying to make a beat for or rap around and be taken serious by, they became borderline rivals. I mean, they had like an album together and they toured together. But at the same time, there was always friction. It was like, you're not going to sun me. It's like two kings in one castle. And he literally, like, I just respect a story like that. Somebody that says, I'm going to go to France. I'm going to get an internship at Louis Vuitton or somewhere, Fendi, one of these places. I'm going to make shoes. I'm going to make a fucking Kanye Jordan sneaker. I'm going to make it look like Godzilla with red leather or whatever. Um, I'm going to collab with, I think he made some Louis Vuitton sneakers it's just amazing. So I think deep down, Drake got to know. Drake might be like, okay, I'm a better MC. Might even be a better rapper. But you're n- probably never going to be a Kanye, bro. It's just, it's just too much impact. How many people become a Kanye? Man, that's just like a prince. To me, it's like you got to be cultural impact. I mean, even Prince never made no sneakers. <laughs> He was making babies. Prince? Prince got kids? No, I don't know. Yeah. He was slinging it like he he, should. He was helping people make babies. There you go. Um, But anyway, that's my rant. So regardless, Kanye going to reign victorious. And is this a real song? Did this come out? Yeah, that's on his um, graduation album. And what did John Mayer do on this song? He he sung and played guitar on that song. Oh, okay. I couldn't really hear the guitar. Yeah. It must be. Well, he might have been done keys on this, actually. Uh, He plays piano as well. I was going to... I know that's kind of I'm I'm sure that'll be like the end of the the clip there unless you got more to say about Kanye, right. yeah. but I wanted to bring up uh, and I might cut this out obviously. But you ever heard uh, John Mayer and Jay Z? Uh uh-uh. uh It's a really cool clip just because I love when like artist like rap artists or hip hop artists bring in. They got the drums on stage. They have the guitarists on stage. It makes it sound really fucking cool. They did a live performance. Yeah. Um, did you ever do any I know you had a band you had bands at performances before right but it wasn't mm-hmm. like a staple in like performances for you we just tried it for like a while and then we would do like another rendition of it it just requires you know you just gotta be like able to charge enough to where you could just roll like that and just pay everybody you know what right. I'm saying right that makes sense well you're rolling deep it's like okay ch- we wanna bring Chingo Bling to whatever okay I'm gonna need a, a flight for Road manager, me, hype man, DJ, guitar, keyboard, you know, that cabron. I think this is it. He no. couldn't shine. Yeah. Oh, this one's it. He's playing that with the guitar. Yeah. yeah. Man, that's got to be hard to play. Dude, it's so, it sounds so cool. How do you play that with a guitar? <laughs> Dude, 
<laughs> just like Jay Z looking like the the cam off the <laughs> cigarette box. Finally watched that fan-made documentary. Did you? Uh, very cool. Yeah. yeah, man. He's had a lot of cool fucking collabs. Half that crowd needs to watch it too. They don't know who the fuck that. <laughs> who the hell that white boy up there, Jay Z, got with him? Oh, that's funny, dude. Yeah, they have no stuff. idea. They're like, okay, he got a little flavor. Man, people been calling out Jay Z so much. I don't know who if, if he's ever gonna battle anybody, but you know, is he even doing music anymore? He's just trying to sign up everybody and do all type of... He lives in L.A. now. He's not in New York anymore. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, sorry, wait. Well, actually, no, no, I'm right. I think he left New York cause all, probably because of all the stupid shit they're doing. But fuck, were you going to the belly of the... Belly of the beast. The same old shit. Yeah. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to keep an eye on the Kanye versus Drake situation. Kanye, stop tweeting out people's addresses, man. That's some whole ass shit. Bro, you know Kanye asked me for a photo one time. I swear to God, it sounds crazy, I know. Was he also slipping on your drip? No, he was not slipping up. Actually, in a way. So we were in Puerto Rico. Uh, it was a mix show power summit. It's when the DJs and the rappers all went to Puerto Rico, and it was like networking. We were in this hallway. There was always like events. It was like, I don't know, a three-day weekend or something. There was always events. And we're like in this hallway. I had on all my chingo bling shit. I had just hit the scene. I don't even know what people knew of me. Maybe I was on MTV at the time. I don't even remember what I had out that would have crossed Kanye's desk. Mm -hmm. But he was standing there talking to somebody. And he, he's like looking. And then he goes, hey, man, uh, hey, you chingo bling? And I was like. I was like, yeah, what's up? And uh, and he was new. He was like a new artist. He probably maybe he was about to drop his first album or just drop maybe one album, no more than two. So he was still like a new, fresh dude. And he's like, hey, man, let's get a picture. And I'm like, all right, bet. I just try to keep it super chill, like, huh, crazy. <laughs> this, did this just happen? And I just like chunk my little deuce. I don't know if one of my friends also got a picture of it. But if look, y'all don't believe me. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, y'all can ask DJ Automatic. He's on the radio in New Mexico. Y'all could tweet him. He was there. DJ Eddie DeVille can confirm it. Multiple people were there. And when I met uh, Virgil, the dude that runs Louis Vuitton, he's um, now he does that. But at the time, he had like a little clothing line. He's one of Kanye's homeboys. Hmm. It was in LA. I was a little tipsy. I recognized Virgil. I was like, oh, that's Kanye's stylist or something. He rose with Kanye. And he had this clothing line that was really overpriced. And it was just on champion t-shirts and shorts. And I went up to him. I was like, hey, what's up, Virgil? Da, da, da. And he's like, oh, what's up? I was like, hey. I was in a suit because we had just did the Philly Brown, uh, one of the premieres. I was like, hey, man, don't mind this goofy-ass suit. I was like, we just did this little premiere. But uh, 
what's up man why the clothes so expensive bro like i was drunk so i'm just like man you man you tripping it's a champion t-shirt my boy it's one color print it costs you no more than 12 dollars to make that whole garment you want 155 dollars for this t-shirt and he looked annoyed and then um and then i told him i was like man your boy kanye asked me for a photo one time Damn. and he just looked at me like yeah fucking right and i was like bro it's not the kanye we all know today it was up and coming kanye wow and i had some heat on me so there's your fucking story. Team Kanye. There's your clip. All right, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we're going to go bump some John Mayer. Uh, <laughs> I, I got to pack up for this Denver trip. Um, if you're listening to this, please come out. Please uh, show me some love. It's my birthday weekend. I love Denver. And uh, bring some souvenirs. Se la lavan y se toman agua. Peace.